is yours truly. Uh, welcome back to the World of Fandom podcast. You guys know who I am. My name is Connor, also known as OK Fabe. And we're here, of course, with my brother from another mother. I've got with me Mr. Andrew Cutter Ink himself. Andrew, how you doing tonight? I am living the dream. I don't know what dream it is, but I'm living it. <laughs> is it a scary dream world like in, in Power Rangers? Oh, a terrible dark dimension created by Lord Zeb. Man, Zed was such a good villain. Well, anyway, we'll get into that in a second. But anyway, we want to take this time to first and foremost welcome you back to the show. It's a show about any sort of fandom uh, that you guys, uh, that is out there. And trust me, there are quite a few. Uh, We've already done so many episodes. This is actually episode number five. And uh, we have, uh, we're very excited. We're very happy because now... As of this recording, the podcast is up, it's open, it's open to the world. It's like finally letting that like big button out after you're done eating Thanksgiving dinner. You're like, ah, oh, it's finally just like out and out and about and no longer have to hide it back uh, from, I don't want to say not shameful. We're not shameful of the show. It's, it's just that we're excited because we've been working on this for a while now and now it's out and we're kind of caught up with the real world and time frame. So uh, we're available everywhere. We're pretty much available on all your major podcasting sites. We're, of course, uh, hosted over on anchor.fm slash world of fandom podcast or world of fandom. We're also available on all the major ones, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course over on Apple. We're looking to get on more very soon, but we appreciate you guys um, checking us out, rating us, subscribing, whatever it is that you can on your favorite podcasting platform. And we're also on Twitter. Andrew, are you excited that we're on Twitter now? I'm super excited because Twitter is the safest place in the world to go to to discuss themes you... and everything. Wait, really? Uh, that could be sarcastic. That could be real <laughs> genuine. No, you know what? Listen, it's great we're on Twitter because Twitter is a great way to connect with everyone. And I think, especially as we start getting the ball rolling and we start talking about more topics, right? If you guys have ideas, suggestions, questions, or anything, Twitter is going to be the place to go. Yes. And uh, yeah, and, and listen, Connor and I will both be managing Twitter, but nobody knows Twitter quite like Connor. So if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we will probably eventually rolling out other social media platforms as well. But if you want to follow us there and start things off, uh, hit us up at Pod Fandom. So at P-O-D-F-A-N-D-O-M. Uh, that way we'll have some fun. We'll interact with you guys. We'll probably post a survey when we're done with this week's episode. And uh, also take suggestions if you guys have future ones. And trust me, we have just hit the tip of the iceberg as far as some of the podcasting, uh, you know, as far as the fandoms that we've got going on. I mean, we've already talked about, we did our fantasy draft last night, which actually is our highest uh, highest downloaded episode so far um, as far as all the episodes we've also done uh, we've already done episodes on you know like I said the, the fantasy draft we did one all about Dragon Ball Z I did one that kind of triggered Andrew a little bit as far as Batman and we've also <laughs> one about uh, the DC fandom and then the you know ver- the console war between PS5 or Xbox Series X so it's, it's been a lot of stuff we've covered in just a short amount of time but this week We're diving into the realm of nostalgia, people. We're diving back and going back to the 90s. We're going back to multicolored spandex and rubber-suited monsters. We're talking the world of Power Rangers. Oh, yes. Um, Dude, Power Rangers is... uh, You know, you and I both have the same connection and love for it, um, although a bit in different ways. But we grew up at the prime time of Power Rangers, right? 1993 first grade, six years old, like, that was the time to start with Power Rangers, and it's been a phenomenon ever since, right? And 25 plus years later, it's still going strong. 
Um, so I think before we actually get into what we're going to do, maybe we should give a little bit of backstory of our experiences with Power Rangers and where we stand on the fandom. What do you think? Sounds good to me. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Um, I mean, it's up to you. Chances are you're probably going to be more of an epic fandom in, in, in some senses because of your experiences. Um, I mean, I, yeah, let me let me go first just because mine's probably not as intense. Um, okay. But it's funny, you know, Power Rangers was probably the first big franchise thing as a kid that I, like, I dove like headfirst into. You know what I mean? Like it was the first like big thing. I, I mean, I had a story. I don't know if I've told you this. Andrew, um, but one of my mm-hmm. first big toys at Christmas was the original Megazord. Oh, and yes. here's the funny part, right? So my parents got me, not only did they get me the Megazord, they got me the Dragon Zord too. Must be great being a single child, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's great. I'm not, I'm not going to stop rubbing that in your face. So um, when I got those things, right, the, I got the Dragon Zord first, which was weird, but anyway, I got the Megazord. And so I take it out. My dad grabs the instruction manual. He starts reading it, how to put it together. By the time he's done reading the instruction manual, I'd seen the <laughs> show so much, I already put the Megazord together. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you put it in tank mode first, and then you put it in the Megazord oh, mode yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I, perfectly. I did, whole, I did the whole sequence and everything. Yeah. So no, I was I was very hardcore into Power Rangers through the entire Zordon era. It was really mm-hmm. from Mighty Morphin all the way up to um, all the way up to in space, and I had everything. I had every Megazord. I had every weapon. So like the the weapons that they had, I had everything, man. It was it was really I was really like gun ho. That was like really the first before wrestling. That was the big thing. I was like I was head like I'm all in kind of deal. Um, and I kind of fell off with with Lost Galaxy because of the fact that obviously after that, every season after that, it wasn't like a continuation of the same story. It was mm-hmm. it was a new cast, a new. Um, a new series, you know, a whole new, a whole new fresh start in a lot of ways. So, uh, you know, it really hits home. And then recently, of course, between Megaforce coming out with like the anniversary stuff, and then Samurai and the re, you know, the reemergence of that, and then of course my son Ethan getting into it. Now it's like, okay, we're starting, to and we're diving into, into it on that side too. So it's like, you know, coming full circle around. But you have had a lot more, <laughs> a lot more, a lot more interaction oh. and a lot more fandom. Yeah, so Power Rangers is one of the things that I've always held near and dear to my heart. Um, Close to it, kind of like Batman. Um, But in a little different kind of sense, Power Rangers was really important to me, not only for the fiction and the enjoying watching it, but I mean, Connor, I think you and I can both relate to this in some way, shape, or form. When I was younger, I was picked on a lot in school, bullied a lot. And after watching Power Rangers, I started doing karate, uh, not directly because of them, but I'm sure they were an inspiration for it. Started getting my confidence, started to kind of step out of that stuff. And it's always kind of been that thing that, you know, every time someone would say no to me, like, it sounds so stupid. And it, it really does. But I said this to Austin St. John, the Red Ranger, when I met him. I'm like, listen, every time someone told me no in school or in athletics or in life, the Rangers always said yes. They always instilled me with the thought process of yes. And I know that sounds silly coming from a 33-year-old man, but it's true. So um, with the Rangers, I watched religiously through Zio. I stopped at um, Turbo, and I missed space. And I got back in with Lost Galaxy, and then I've just kind of been riding ever since. I went back and I watched space in... And Turbo and Space is fantastic, of course. We all know that. Um, And the only season I have not watched 
is Ninja Seal, only because I just haven't had a chance to sit, uh, sit down for it. But my son is also into Power Rangers, so I'm sure he's going to want to get to it someday. He's just obsessed with Time Force right now. But how big of a fan I am, I have met several of the Power Ranger actors. Austin St. John, the Red Ranger, Jason David Frank, uh, Steve Cardenas, um, Amy Jo Johnson, Catherine Sutherland, um, David Yost. Uh, I, I mean, I've met a ton of them. Jason Font. Um, Oh, Karen Ashley, like the list goes on and on. Got stuff signed by them. I have like a shrine to the Power Rangers with figures. Uh, one particular ranger, um, which I won't mention because I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to play favoritism. But there's one ranger that has two shells, technically three to that person. Um, but yeah, I love the Power Rangers, and I get it. Right, it's campy. It's for kids. It's not made for me, but it's a part of my childhood that I hold near and dear. I stick to it. It's and you know what you and. The, oh, go ahead. The favorite Spencer from Overdrive, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Hey, listen, listen. Spencer's the Overdrive, best part of Overdrive. Okay, he he is, dude. The guy was masquerading as a beautiful ten out of ten woman. <laughs> took off the mask, and he's this old guy. So I mean, you can't make that stuff up. So it's funny because um, I'll be completely honest in saying that the thing that also really got me back into Power Rangers, besides my son, uh, I gotta get a lot of love to Linkara. From atop the fourth yeah, wall, he do, he does a very good, very well produced, and very well written, in depth series review of every single. I'm except for Beast Masters, which is currently on the air right now, or, or they just finished. Um, Beast Morphers. Sorry, Beast Morph. Excuse me. Because that's a whole different other. Um, what kind of what kind of porn were you watching before this? Jeez. How old's that sheep? Anyway, uh, the <laughs> the uh, except for Beast uh, uh, Beast Morpher, he's he's done an in depth review of every single Power Ranger series, and it's 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 damn impressive. Not just because of the sheer time he spent putting into it, but the jokes, and then just the in depth analysis. And he's not wrong. I pretty much agree with everything. For the most part, I pretty much agree with everything he says as far as his you know reviews on everything, and so that got me into watching. And all the all the series are on Netflix too. If you guys haven't noticed, if you guys don't know this, every single Power Rangers series of uh, ever made is on Netflix. So hey, Netflix and Power Up and Morphin Grid. And listen, if you're an adult and you used to watch Power Rangers, you want to get back into it. Boom Studio does a fantastic comic, Power Rangers. Uh, I don't know if you read any of this, Connor. Obviously, me having Power Rangers in my blood, I did. Um, and it does a really good job at kind of doing the stuff in between episodes and stuff that you don't really get to see and do some epic stories. It did the Lord Draken story with the, evil, so the other evil Tommy. So um, the, they, they revealed that the peace conference that Trini, Zack, and Jason went to was just a ruse and they became the Omega Rangers. So they've been adding a lot to the mythos and the lore, um, as well as explaining some stuff that you really didn't realize, like how did Jason get his powers back when he became Red Ranger and Forever Red, but he was Gold Ranger and Zeo, and Rocky had the coin, but he didn't have the coin. So the the Boom Studio comic is really good. It's for mature readers, obviously, but it's really fun too because it kind of keeps that 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 uh, that level whimsicalness that comes with being a Power Ranger fan. I will say that the the interesting thing about Power Ranger fandom is like, and I mean this in the nicest way. Before we get into the into the thick of things, you can tell that there are there were times that the writers just didn't give a shit. Right, and, oh, they, yeah. and they just really and there was a lot of things where it's like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. However, it's very interesting that other future seasons 
can rectify most of those problems. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing that really like blew my mind the most. It's like, okay, well, that doesn't what the f- okay okay and then you like go to the next seat i was like oh that like like obviously we we're joking about um what was it dino charge the ending of dino charge oh yeah i was like <laughs> dinosaurs are alive again but it's an lt universe so yeah it's okay oh, yeah, but it's fine. like what the fuck but um but you know it's, it's it's just like you said like like for example in lost galaxy and forever red they're on the moon and it's like they're on the moon there's gravity on the moon and this air on the moon, how do they do that? Well, it's, it's, it's kind of explains the fact that Rita was on the moon. She terraformed the moon, and that's how she could actually have a base of operations there. And now the moon just fucking has an atmosphere. It's like Power <laughs> Ranger actually loosely keeps this continuity together. Well, it's it's like the, it's, it's the fact that like something absurd and like really crazy comes out there. It's like, what the fuck is this? And then like... It's something will come out later. It's like, oh yeah, it's because of this, 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 and this, and there's so. I mean, it's been on the air for twenty years, and it's been on the yeah, air for yeah, twenty yeah. years that you can, you can, you have like multiple opportunities to explain the most absurd and ridiculous things that are going on. But any case, so in this week's episode, not only we're we talking about the love of fandom of Power Rangers, but Andrew decided to take it a little step further, and we're doing. Are we doing? We're doing just favorite Rangers this week. If you, yeah, I mean, listen. I think it's going to be a long discussion. We were thinking about doing favorite seasons. Maybe if we have time, maybe if we don't. I think the favorite seasons would be quicker, but I think the more important thing is to talk about the favorite Rangers. So maybe we should just focus on that. And if we have time, we'll do seasons. I, I don't know. It's it's really up to you. Yeah, let's just wait. Um, let's just do both. Screw. Well, why don't we do okay. Why don't we do seasons first? And okay. let's. Um, you want to go with number one and work our way backwards, or do so I with- have. Uh, so, yeah, how about you and I debate on – well, not debate. How about we just list down the seasons that we think are the best? We'll take the – Connor and I talked about this beforehand. We have an approach we're going to take with the Rangers. But with the seasons, um, I don't know. I'll let you take first crack. Well, what do you think we, number we, one is? We can, make, we can make a combined list. So I have a list. That I'm, I'll, I'll write down a list of everything right now, and um, – I'll get it ready for the seasons, and we'll have a combined list for the seasons. I, in my opinion, the best season that ever was written and the best one that was ever done was in space. Agreed. Okay, yeah, that's, that's right. Power Rangers in space was so well done because not only it wasn't just the fact that it was the end of everything, but like, um, the writers basically had the premise of saying like, "Screw it, the show's gonna get canceled anyway. Let's go ahead and fucking do their shit." And they end. It was, it was the only season, in my opinion, that had tension. Like the whole, like the whole, like looking for Zordon thing was so unique and different. It was just a unique and different series. And plus, it was, eh, it was I was half and half on Turbo, um, and I think it just it it was a beautifully told story. The the end of Zordon, like just everything about it, like it 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 was the culmination of God three four five six years of six yeah. years of Power Rangers uh, all together. I mean. Very, very hard to find a bad episode in In Space. Yeah, and you know what? Space is not my favorite season, but I can, it's in my top three, but I can clearly recognize that it is the best. The storytelling's on point, has a fantastic ending. Countdown to Destruction, I think, is 
one of the most loved episodes or series of episodes next to like Forever Red or to yep. Ten Power. Yep. So um, yeah, it's really great. The only, the only, the only thing I wish that we got is that all the previous actors from the previous seasons would come back. But that's, I mean, it was going to be impossible for that to happen at that time. But yeah, definitely space takes number one spot. If if you um, if you guys don't know, in space was supposed to be the end of Power Rangers. Basically, yeah. Turbo. Long story short, Turbo was, was had just enough ratings to greenlit one final season, and a lot of people had the premise understanding that In Space was going to be the end of it. So they kind of went balls to the wall, and oh, we got enough for to keep going. So there was a lot of yeah, I, I agree with you, Andrew. Like I wish that you know you could have seen like the peace conference and like other people come back and everything like that. But you know, that's, that's really nitpicking in the big screen. And I'm a great, I'd say the same thing. And I, I think it's nitpicking in the grand scheme of things because countdown destruction was just so damn good. But um, oh, yeah. now for the next one, for my pick, it, it's tough because there's three seasons of the original mighty Morphin power Rangers. Mm-hmm. But for me, season three. Okay. Um, so I think MMPR as a whole should be on, um, but I would actually say season one, and I'm going to give oh, you my argument okay. why. Okay. So this is my ultimate argument on season one is that I think the show was most balanced in terms of characters. Uh, yeah, you had the popular characters like obviously Tommy and Jason, but you know, Every character kind of got an equal amount of screen time and got their own episodes, and they, they got to save the day on their own terms, which was important. And I think the the I love the Dino Megazord, and I think the Green Ranger powers was a lot more cool than the White Ranger powers. But the problem with the later seasons for me, and I still love the later seasons, I think season three had the best storytelling because it that's, had ongoing stories. Yeah, that's why I liked it the most. But here's the problem with season three. No one mattered but Tommy. I remember there was yep. one episode where Rocky got a gambling addiction caused by Lord Zed, a, pol- a Polinko machine, I think it's called. And like in a normal season one episode, let's say that happened to Zack, Zack would have to overcome his, uh, his spell and save the other Rangers. But guess what? Rocky doesn't do that. It's Tommy that does that. I think they just relied so much on Jason David Frank in the latest seasons that it took a Because I didn't even care about Rocky or Adam until Zeo. I really didn't care about them. And then they, they actually got development in Zeo. So if we had to pick a particular season, season one for me. But I would say MMPR as a whole. I think no. I think you're absolutely okay. So if you want to, you want to keep MMPR as a whole, then fine. I'm I'm totally fine with that. And you know what? You're not wrong. I completely agree as far as your reasons behind that. Because once by season three, you had you had Adam, um, Adam, Aisha, and Rocky in the, in is the new uh, black, yellow, and, and red ranger respectively. And then you also changed out Kimberly. And really. Mm-hmm they didn't have a lot of depth to them as far as their characters, unlike their predecessors. And I, I think you're right. I think it was the biggest detriment as far as the show goes. But the big reason I liked season three was, again, it's similar to In Space, the grandeur of the storytelling. Um, I remember the Master Vile shit when he first came in. I was like, oh, holy yeah. crap. Like, I just remember like the, the, the gravity of everything happening um, and the importance of everything happening. So I'll, I'll put together MMPR as one big season, or one, you know, one selective group. Now, the third one, I don't think you're going to agree with me on the third one, which is totally fine. I'm not, you know, offended. Uh, it's a personal choice because um, I'm... A huge fan of Zio. Oh, dude, 
Zio is in my top three. So you really? don't have to think, oh. oh, bro, Zio was amazing. Listen, characters like Adam, Rocky, Cat that didn't have development in previous seasons got to development here. Tanya was a good replacement ranger, um, an introduction to a new yellow ranger. Tommy got dialed back to a point that he wasn't sealing the show every five minutes. And, yo, our boy Jason comes back as the gold ranger, which was pretty awesome. The suits look cool. I wasn't a fan of all the helmets. I like the gold ranger helmet, but the zords were cool, the Super Zeo zords. The Machine Empire was menacing as all hell. The only thing about Zeo that I didn't like was there was no actual resolution to Zeo. Like, I remember in Forever Red when Tommy's like, yeah, me and the other rangers destroyed the Machine Empire. No, you didn't, asshole. It was Zed. He <laughs> blew them up. And it wasn't even him. It was Andros killing Zordon and the Z-Wave killing him. You did nothing. You were too busy macking on Cat. But no, I love Zeo. I agree Zeo should be third place. I remember... And again, go figure that the top three are like three out of the four original, you know, Zordon era um, seasons. But Zeo to me was again like grandeur and change and stuff. It was like I remember when that like it was a huge like I don't do you remember how like how a big fucking deal it was when they went from Mighty Morphin to Zeo? Oh yeah, like all the promotional stuff and all the you know the changes and stuff. I remember a lot of like the like grandioseness and then like the command center blowing up. I was like, what the fuck's gonna happen? so it was very. It was it just like it was different. It was it was from the, it was getting away from the, from the the three year norm that we had with the Rangers. Everything was changing, but Zio just felt again like some some like like I, I keep saying grandeur with all these, but it's true. Like the grand you know the the, the heavy uh, importance of what was going on. But yeah, Zio is definitely in the top three for me too. Now we'll, we'll we'll probably list our seasons and then we'll kind of like shuffle them around as far as where we want to do them for top ten. Um, okay. Because after the top three, I'll tell you right now, like I think we'll we'll agree on the similar se- uh, seasons, but where they put on the top ten list is probably going to be very tricky. So um, you want me to just throw out mine and you throw out yours and see if we have yeah, anything we'll, that we'll, lines up? Well, well, how about you throw out yours and then I okay. will I will because I, I I'm pretty sure we're probably going to be on the same page with some of these. So um, okay, so go for it. Okay, uh, Lost Galaxy. I was a big fan of that. Really, I think it. Oh. Lost Galaxy had lore, mythos, it was grandiose, like yep. you said. Uh, the ranges were all likable. Uh, the suits were cool, even though they kind of looked like Charlie Brown's shirt. I love the Quasar Sabres. Every character got development. I was a big fan of Lost Galaxy. And it's, it's the Power Rangers that got me back into Power Rangers. Um, Lightspeed Rescue, I thought was really good. Yeah, uh, I had weak, that up there. Yeah, weak villains, but the Rangers themselves are really cool, especially Carter. <laughs> I was about to say, spoiler alert, Carter is one of my my Rangers I picked. Okay, well, that might be the case for me. Um, Time Force. Uh, Time Force is just all around yes. a well-balanced show. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with what Link Carter said, that it wasn't as good as everyone says it is, but it's definitely a top ten for me. Um, Dino Thunder. Um, yep. Dino Thunder was a great show with or without Tommy. Having Tommy there was kind of nice icing on the cake, but the other Rangers were really great. I really liked the White Ranger, the evil White Ranger story kind of mirrored the green with evil story. Uh, Mezagog was a great villain without a Jacko and Hyde kind of personality. So, yeah, Dino Thunder. Yep. Um, SPD. I yep. love yeah. SPD. SPD was actually high up there for me, but yes, SPD for sure. Oh, yeah. SPD had a great story great twist, and it had the best mentor with Doggy Kruger 
Um, I'm, I'm trying not to spoil too much on my Ranger list, but SPD was just all around a great show and had the best Dark Rangers, right? The Psycho Rangers were good and all, but I love A-Squad. A-Squad was awesome. Um, after that, I'm going to throw a few curveballs at you. Um, Jungle Fury. I think Jungle Fury yep. is, without a doubt, <laughs> one of the most under... I, I only laugh because of the, the when the Masters reach their highest form. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into Furbies. Um, no, Jungle Fury was incredibly underrated, and I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it was kind of towards the end of the Disney era of Rangers, but great storytelling, great believable characters. I like how the Red Ranger is not a total badass, and he actually right. has to grow as a character. Um, and Daishi is such a great villain. The actor who played Daishi, just, he chewed the scenery yep. so hard. Uh, he was a good call. Um, and then uh, I guess the last one, is it the last one? Uh, yeah, last one is actually the most recent, Beast Morphers. I think really? Beast Morphers, oh yeah, I think Beast Morphers does a couple things really well um, that other series really could have taken notes from. For one, Again, balanced team. No ranger is actually better than any other ranger, right? I would say yeah, the okay. red, the yep. blue, the other, they're all equal in skill and ability. I would even say the blue ranger is probably a little bit better. Um, interesting story with the gold and silver ranger. I like the twist at the end with Evox. Um, the reunion episode was really nice, um, of course, because it's MMPR and Dial Thunder coming back. Um, but I like the nods to continuity. I think it did a very good job at making nods to continuity without going overboard with it. So I did appreciate that. And, you know, there was a lot of other shows that I could have put on, like RPM is really good. I was about to I say, like that. that was on my list. So basically, oh. there I think we're in agreement on almost every season, except for there was two that I had differently. Okay, what were they? Uh, instead of Beast Morphers, I had RPM. Okay. And instead of Lost Galaxy, I had Dino Charge. Okay. Well, how about we make a compromise here? I'm not letting go of Lost Galaxy, but I'm willing to give. <laughs> I'm willing to give up our uh, Beast Morphers. Beast Morphers. Yeah, right. I think that's a fair trade. Fair okay. enough. Yeah, um, just the the reason is because RPM was so at least the first half was so different. Mm. It was such a different. It was a different story. It was a different environment. It was uh, the self-referential humor. Doctor K. There were so many different things about it compared to every almost every other Power Ranger season, and so. That's why I'm like it's. I, I thought it was. I thought it was one of the best written ones they've had. So I definitely put our RPM high up there. Um, as far as Dino Charge, I think that out of the Neo Saban era ones, Dino Charge. I almost put Samurai actually on this list. To be honest with you, I almost. Really? Put, I I thought Samurai was not the greatest, but I think it was up there. I think that it 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 was. It, it, it was it was decent enough it would have made my list because I just something about like Sam, Samurai has like a weird charm to it I can't put my finger on it like there's obviously a lot of flaws with it but there's just something about Samurai I almost put on the list but I think Dino Charge did a lot of things better especially with like Heckle oh Heckle yeah. and, and Sledge Sledge is just fun Sledge is just like I don't know like something about like the grit you know but anyway um, alright so I think Let's take a look here. So we've got we basically we whittled it down to ten. In space, Mighty Morphin, Zeo, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Dino Thunder, SPD, Jungle Fury, and RPM. So number one, we agree, is in space. Yep. Alright. Number two is that Mighty Morphin? Yep. Okay, we're agreement on that. Is number three Zeo? 
Let's do it. Okay. I, I, that's interesting. I, this is actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Number four. It's not that's that it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You're right. Yep. 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 Number five. I think. Time Force. I can move with that. Time, yeah. time Force is. I think Time Force needs to be in top five. Because okay. it, it, the story, you can disagree. Obviously, I think the story is just so. The story is really good. It's very strong. Now this is where it gets hard. Number six. Um, I'm saying Lost Galaxy. I know you weren't a big fan of it, but it's not that I, I hate. It's, it really it's not that I don't think it's bad at all. I want to. I want to. For the record, I don't think it's a horrible season by any stretch of the imagination. Um, it just. I guess I, it was a little weird for me because of the. But anyway, I'll go with Lost Galaxy okay. at number six. If you want to, why don't seeing that we the two that we were disputed on were Lost Galaxy and RPM, why don't we just make those nine and ten and we'll figure out the other spots? <laughs> okay. Um, so if okay, so Lost Ga- so okay, we'll, we'll come back to that then. Um, okay. Let's see here. So let's see. So six would then be. Let me make my update my list here. Six would be yeah. See, this is where it gets fucking hard. Um, Dino Thunder, I would say. Is Dino Thunder a better story than Jungle Fury? I don't know. I think Jungle Fury had a better story, but Dino Thunder... I don't know. See, here's the thing. I hate to say this because it's it's probably not the best way to uh, measure things. I think they had equal rangers, equal bad guys. If not, maybe Daxi was better. But Dino Thunder did have Tommy. And whether you like Tommy, you hate what, saying that. I can just hear like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> sorry, I can just hear you like hate saying that. I'd be like, did have Tommy. Well, listen, whether you like Tommy, you don't, and I don't hate Tommy, right? I, I have my criticisms of him, yeah, but I don't hate Tommy. But whether you like him or you don't, he did add value to that show. No, you're that right. Didn't, that yeah. didn't need the value, but he added it. Okay, so we'll say six Dino Thunder, seven Jungle Theory. Yeah. All right, and then that leaves eight, which is light speed. Yep, and then Lost Galaxy RPM. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a I can I can I can I can deal with that. Yeah, okay, so I think we're good. Cool. That was easy peasy, fresh and squeezy. (laughs) How comes the teeth pulling part of of dwindling down our favorite ranger? Oh Jesus. This is either going to go very well, or it's going to be a disaster, and we will probably have to reevaluate our friendship. Oh, God. Well, this is a fun podcast that we had for five, for five weeks. Not even. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, so we're, we're, we, should, we should do probably the same thing in pool. Now, we, let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. We, so, let we, me. We did talk a little uh, bit about uh, this beforehand, but I'll let Andrew explain. Correct. So, I figured the easiest way to do is this. Figuring, figuring out the best rangers is going to be a nigh-impossible task. But what we're going to do is we're going to... Uh, Connor and I pre-selected 15 rangers. I know, we're making a list of 10. Just hear me out. 15 rangers. We'll declare those rangers between the two of us. We're just going to list them out right away. Then the ones that we mutually have will automatically be put on the list of 10 and then we will just debate who will be the remaining spots. I think for who we consider good rangers, 
should have the met. It shouldn't be based solely on powers because then sixth ranger would always win, right? Um, so it should be based off how good of a fighter the individual is, how intellectual they are, how good they work as a teammate. I think the contributions they have outside of being a ranger is important. Like, let's be honest, if if it wasn't for Billy's technological know-how, the rangers would have been full. So I think outside contributions too, and any other metric that you want to throw in there can add to your ranger. But I think some of the big stuff is obviously how good of a fighter they are, and then in addition to that, how effective they are as a teammate, and how successful they were as a ranger. And, and I think, and for the record too, and I don't mean to cut you off, we didn't choose all red rangers. We chose the leader or the sixth ranger in these cases. I have a couple of blue rangers in here. I have a couple of. Mm-hmm. I think I have a pink ranger. Um, I have a couple of mixes in mine. I, and, and I'm curious to see if, if it overlaps with what Andrew has. Um, but um, the other rule that we established was one person is that person. So, for example, Tommy Oliver obviously has worn fucking four different ranger outfits. So if we you if we use him, we subsequently pick him between all four of them. So it's not like we choose Red Zeo Ranger over uh White Ranger. And same with mm-hmm. same with Jason, who has also been two. Um same with uh there actually hasn't Adam, been two. Yeah, Adam, Adam, Rocky, Cat's been three pink rangers. Yep. Yeah, so there's been a couple. But I think at the same time, you know, a ranger having multiple powers should be a consideration, but I don't think that should make and break if a ranger is better than another ranger. Like Tommy having enough colors to be his own ranger team shouldn't put him metrically ahead of one other ranger or another. But you know, we can we can discuss that when we get to because listen, there's gonna we might as well start the list now. Yeah, okay. And, I think we all know okay. who your number one is. Well let's well that's the tough thing. We're gonna <laughs> I don't know if we should really declare who's one or two you know what let's do it let's talk about the elephant in the room shall we there are two rangers that really are in top contention for one and two it's really I could two elephants argue, but you know yeah and I could actually argue a couple other rangers should be up for one or two um, and I'll talk about them later but Jason Tommy yep these two are probably the most recognizable most popular and without a doubt the best rangers out there Right, they are probably some of the most skilled fighters. They have both been tremendous leaders. They've both had multiple ranger powers, and not just that, the characters are prevalent. You know, Jason David Frank has returned multiple times. Austin St. John has returned at least twice. His character has returned three times because Mega Force he did return, but he wasn't actually there. These characters are big name characters, right? So the question is really this: not necessarily who's one or two, but who's ahead. And who's behind, right? Yeah. So, so let's let's let's, let's let's get this out of the way first and foremost. I think we both can agree that basically our number one and number two are. Two. I th- I think I think so. Okay. The, you know what? And I'll tell you another ranger that I would have drafted. The only other ranger that I would have put up there close to them would have been Doggy Kruger, who's going to be on my list eventually, and I can hmm. get to him when I get to him. Okay. Um, but I think for the sake of every single metric that we can put together, yeah, it, it's going to come down to Jason and Tommy. Yeah. Now, <laughs> do you want me? Do you want me to rant about who I think should be number <sighs> one and who should be number two? I, I, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. This, this is this is this is why I didn't do any hot takes this week because. <laughs> Ready, Connor? Yeah. Here's my hot take. I'm, Here's oh, my yeah. hot take. Okay. Number one, number three. Ding, okay. Ding. First, first, I'm going to tell you the things that I think were good about the Rangers that they have over each other, and then I think the disadvantages to each of them. Right? Let's take Jason. Jason, first leader of the Power Rangers, without a doubt, one of the most skilled fighters of the Rangers. He is the only person to actually defeat Tommy. Right? So if we're doing a metric on who's a better fighter, Jason's actually beat Tommy. Tommy's never beat Jason. The best he's ever done is tie. Even when Tommy was mind-controlled, thinking he was the Machine Empire's king and he was beating up on the Gold Ranger, that's pretty much because Jason didn't want to commit murder and kill his friend. So Jason is arguably a better fighter, right? In the grand scheme of things, I think they're equal, but let's just give that one for Jason. Jason's also killed the most amount of monsters on his own own of any other <laughs> ranger, right? Jason's, uh, yep, so Jason is also uh, has a tremendous amount of power behind him, right? He has his Red Ranger powers, which also he has command of the, at one point, the Dragon Dagger and the Dragon Shield, ironically given to him from Tommy, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? He also had the Gold Ranger powers, which is arguably the strongest Ranger powers in the way that they were described in the show and also by the actor is that they have the equivalent power of three Rangers put together. Jason's also had a tremendous amount of Zords. He's had the, the, the Dino... Transaurus uh, Dinosaur, the Red Dragon Dinosaur at one point. He commanded Titanus, Tor... Dragonzord, Warrior World, and uh, Pyramidus, right? Disadvantages Jason? Well, Jason has not been around as much as Tommy. Tommy is a more of a veteran than Jason. Well, here's the thing, right? The, Jason, we can assume, is a ranger off on the side. We just don't have Bible proof. We know that Tommy is constantly jumping in as a ranger, right? So there's that. And Dr Jason's ironically biggest loss is the fact that he couldn't save Tommy's power. Now, the, whether or not you blame Jason for that or not, that's up to you, but that's a, definitely a loss on his point. Tommy, on the flip side, Tommy has the most amount of powers out of any ranger, so his diversity as a ranger is absurd, especially the fact that he has the Master Morpher. So that is in itself broken. He has White Ranger power, Green Ranger power, Zero Red, Turbo Red, and Black Dino Thunder. So tons of power, right? Tommy is a fantastic fighter. With the exception of Jason, he has beaten almost everyone he's fought. He's actually gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lord Zed, and that's pretty pretty impressive, right? So, I, th I think that's a huge win in Tommy's category. Tommy has enough Zords to take over North Korea, right? Dragon Zord, <laughs> Tiger Zord, Falcon Zord, Ninja Zords, uh, the Ninja Battle Zords, the, the 50 million Zeo Zords he had, Red Lightning Turbo, right? He had the, the Brachial Zord. He had so many Zords at his command, and apparently, based off the Ninja Seal crossover, he can just summon them again because they've all been rebuilt. So he has a ton of Zords at his advantage. Um, but here's the downside to Tommy. Here is the downside. Number one, Tommy's a terrible leader, right? As the leader of the Power Rangers, he had the Dino Coins destroyed under his watch. The Ninja, <laughs> ready? The Ninja yeah, Coins yeah, destroyed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not the trying ninja. to like. I'm not trying to like undermine what you're saying. I just feel like you've had this speech written for fucking years. <laughs> 
years. Okay, so he had the Dino coins destroyed under his watch. He's had the Ninja coins destroyed under his watch. He's had the uh, the Thunderzords destroyed under his watch. The Command Center destroyed under his watch. Lord Zed got to pitch a tent in the Command Center while he was there, right? Kimberly regularly got effed up when he was in charge. And in addition to that, ready? Here's the big one. Out of every single Ranger team, Tommy's the only major Ranger to never defeat his villain. Zed, Rita, the Machine Empire, Divatox, all of them were defeated by someone else, mainly Andros, using the Z-Wave with Zordon, and some of them actually won, like Divatox. Now, you could argue that with Jason, because Jason never actually defeated them either. Right. But to be fair, Jason went to the Peace Conference, or the space, wherever you want to say he went, so he never really had the opportunity to put them away. So, based off that stuff that I just put there, I'm putting Jason above Tommy. I think he's just a better fighter, he's a better leader, he's a more efficient ranger. Tommy has more powers and more zords to him, and he's just as good as a fighter, almost, but... I think I edge out Jason as number one. I also have to I have to admit that I'm kind of smirking because I kinda of wish this was a video podcast this episode because I wanna oh. I wanna see you say all that with a picture frame with you with Austin St. John in the background. <laughs> By my shrine to Austin St. John. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, 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 Connor. Listen, yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't me playing favorites. Uh-huh. No, the, not at all. This, no, this, but but I think I made a pretty good argument. No, on you don't. Jason I'm not. Everything you said is not invalid. Um, you you obviously put the time and effort over the course of a decade to to compile <laughs> this information. Uh, no, I, I I kid. Like obviously, I know that Andrew's favorite ranger is Jason, and as and always will be. And for the record. <clears throat> my favorite ranger as far as overall like aesthetics design and fighting everything has always been the gold zeo ranger always just something about like the you know again i i really like zeo the aesthetic look of, of the gold ranger the gigantic ass zord that was pyramidus did you ever own the toy no but i saw it at comically speaking Fucking for 150 150 bucks and i was tempted by it it was huge. It was the biggest oh, yeah. sword they ever. Like it was bigger than Titanus as for the toy. Any case, um, this one's tough for me in terms of who. Personally, I always liked Jason more. For the record, mm-hmm. I always liked Jason more. There was just something about him in terms of like. I think you're right. As far as like the big thing for me, the leadership was the biggest part of it because Tommy was like. Okay, here you go. You're 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 in charge now. Why ratings? Ah, okay. Um, the the other part of it for me is that is the longevity. <clears throat> Tommy was around more as a franchise, uh, you know, as as far as like a recognizable like you associated with him with Power Rangers, and you still do. He's come back twice now. If you're not including Dino Thunder, um, in the last couple of years for you know, and he's obviously the most popular Ranger. So. It's 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 tough because on one hand you have the leader of the original Mighty Morphin, who's also gone on to do other things in the in in, in the future with Zio. We won't count the Turbo movie. Uh, and then Tommy's kind of more obviously the most popular Ranger there ever was. So it's really hard for me to pick which one. Well, let's take a step back there. <laughs> 
theoretically, you could say Tom is the most popular, but that's only because he's had the most exposure. In 2004, ABC Family had a poll in which who was the most popular Red Ranger, which it came out to Jason, and Tommy was a Red Ranger, and that is a title that Jason and Austin St. John still holds. So excuse me, I need you to check your privilege right now, Green Ranger, and understand that the king is still number one. <laughs> If we're if if we're doing if we're doing personal choice, personal, Jason's well, number one for me. Okay, what if it wasn't personal? I think Tommy's more popular. Even though he's more popular, would you say he's a better ranger? That's the metric we're going uh, on. Because I'm, I'm, I'm um, exactly because we'll go because if it's popularity, this list is going to be nothing but Mighty Morphin Power Ranger characters. But if it's going to be based off actual ability skill, again, Tommy fucked up as leader. Two power, <laughs> two, two, two power Ranger powers destroyed. A set of Zords destroyed. A command center destroyed. His girlfriend got raped by Lord Zed. What? I mean, well, I mean, you don't know what happened to Kimberly when she was having her pink power drain. But I mean, we could all make assumptions. You know what Thank I'm saying? Thank God this podcast <laughs> is listed as explicit. But go ahead. Okay. Fact of the matter remains, Tommy has more losses than wins, and the wins right. he does have are not because of him. Like, Zeal, they weren't even making headway until the Gold Ranger show up, let alone Jason, but Trey. Like, Trey and Jason, when they showed up, that's when they started to make headway with Zeal. Like, they actually destroyed King Mondo, temporarily, after, right after the Gold Ranger showed up. Up till then, they, they weren't getting the job done. So, I'm telling you, all right. Tommy, Great okay. Ranger, definitely number two. Fine. I'm giving it to Jason. My number one, my number one, number one. God, don't, don't say it. Is the Blue Centurion. Oh, you know, I, th I thought you were going to do some Operation Overdrive character. <laughs> that was going to be I was tempting to Mercury Ranger. Um, <laughs> no, there, there are no Operation Overdrives in my list. None at all. Um, there are none of mine. No. Um... Fuck it, you're right. Jason's the better one. <clears throat> yeah, it's, Tyrannosaurus. It's it's tough. It's tough because I mean, if when you when you do break it down like that, you're not wrong. It's just I la I only laugh because I feel like you've had like not only did you have like a, a a thesis written ten years beforehand, but you also had like counter arguments ready at your disposal. Like uh uh, uh. go through the index and Rolodex. I should be in the presidential debate. Me. Andrew. Well, we'll send you on the missions to. Well, we'll, we'll say, I, I, I now really want to send you to Power Morphicon and what and like, hey, someone thinks Tommy's better than Jason and like, uh, excuse me, and I like run right behind you with the camera. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be fucking gold. Oh yeah, dude, it'd be wrestling. Someone just goes like, Tommy's the best, and then you just see me run up, RKO them, start <laughs> slithering on the ground, and I'll be like, how does it feel? I'm ready I'm to just send you to. No, no, I'm you, gonna send you to Edge. I'm gonna send you right to Edge. You know, you, you slither and RKO them, and you just look at them like you slide out, and they get really close to them. And go, I'm ready to discuss this. <laughs> I just punt him as I'm saying, Mighty Morphin Fire Ranger, boom, punt. No, you just go, I disagree. <laughs> uh, All right. So let, now, okay. Now we rip that band-aid off. God, that was like 20 minutes. I think, but it, needed I, to be done. it really was. I, but I think that that we needed to get that out of the way. Um, okay. Okay. Let's let's keep with with your list. Who who else you got? Okay. So in no particular order, right? 
Doggy Kruger from SPD. I think he's the best mentor the Rangers have ever had, even more than Zordon. Um, he's a powerful Ranger with his powers, but he also defeats the main villain without his powers. The Shadow Saber is a ridiculous weapon. Um, RJ from Jungle Fury, again, great mentor, but even better Ranger. Uh, the Purple uh, Wolf Ranger was an effective power, and he was a really, really strong Pai Shui master. I, um, he's my favorite out of Jungle Fury, by the way, for the oh, record. Oh, without a, without a doubt. The only hippie in the world I love. I mean, he's amazing. Um, I, I just like the pretend and head cannon. He was just stoned the whole entire time. He just has some. <laughs> he just has some Zeo crystals in the back, and he's cutting them up and snorting them, <laughs> snorting those Zeo crystals. Oh my god! Hey guys, hey RJ, we need some training. Yeah, I'll put you uh, fix my chair. Uh, by, by, okay. by the way, this just popped in my head, and I'll, I'll throw this out there on Twitter and anybody who's listening to us. If you guys like the Power Ranger talk, maybe we'll do a follow-up episode. We do Top 10 Megazords. Mmm, he likes. Um, okay, so um, Pink Ranger, Jen from Time Force. I think she is the most skilled fighter out of Time Force. She was the leader of Time Force, and Jen had the best character arc, but she... I mean, I think she was just the best ranger out of there. She was, um, I think, my only... I think she was the only pink ranger I had. Uh, I'm going to go through my list again, but but yeah, no no doubt she was definitely on my list. Um, Adam from Zeo, um, or I guess Adam from just all his incarnations. Right. Adam Loki, Adam may be a shy piece of shit, but he's actually one of the more skilled ranger fighters. Uh, I think he's second only to Tommy and Jason on the... Mighty Morphin scale, like from that team, I think he's better than Rocky. I think he's a better fighter than uh, than Zach. So I mean, he's he's just a great fighter. And who can forget the badass moment when he morphed in space? I I, mean, he's just... I actually had him in my top five. Okay, good. So we'll work with that. Uh, TJ from Turbo in Space. Um, one of the things I liked about Space is the fact that all the characters were equal, even though Andros was kind of the quote-unquote star. I still considered TJ kind of the leader because he kind of called the shots, he made the strategies, and I think he's one of the best Blue Rangers. He's very smart, he handles himself very well, he's a good fighter, and he was the replacement for Tommy, which doesn't sound like much, but the fact that Tommy selected him and he saved Tommy's life, obviously our credentials, and he saved the world. And kind of down to destruction. So um, I put TJ on there. All right. Um, next is sorry, my uh, phone keeps on turning off. Um, Leo from Lost Gal. I was gonna say it's oh, all it's oh. it's all that power from the giant speech about Jason versus Tommy. Exactly, uh, Leo from Lost Galaxy. Um, I think Leo is just a great example of a character that starts off as a rookie and grows and evolves over time. He becomes a really great fighter. He takes on the main villain on himself. He's willing to take ridiculous risks and talk about risks. Carter from uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm ripping off Linkara, but anytime someone... I mean, he literally tries to punch a giant monster. He shoots a monster <laughs> point blank. I mean, Carter is number one to run into danger. So. I mean, he's so badass. And I loved I loved in his review of Megaforce, it's like, oh, Carter Grayson's here. Give him two bottle, bottles of water and a rubber band. He'll take down the Armada in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, oh, God. But, but just oh. back, backtrack real quick. Um, it's funny because even though I didn't have Lost Galaxy in my top 10, I did have Leo on my list. As Rangers. Okay. That's good. That's interesting. Um, Eric from Time Force. 
Um, not only do I think Eric is a badass fighter, but the quantum powers are ridiculous, and the quantum defender yep. is a broken weapon. Yep. Um, I think Eric also has a great character arc, which at the end of it, he's only become a better ranger towards the end. Very underrated character um, in terms of list of rangers, but I think he deserves to be on there. Agreed. A ranger, and I admit she's a little lower on this list, but Cat from Zeo. Um, yep. Cat is my favorite pink ranger. Uh, she's really? had Mighty Morphin. Oh yeah, she's had Mighty Morphin. She's had Zeo. She's had Turbo. She is actually she's had the most amount of pink power. So pink <laughs> power. There you go. Um, but I think the thing that Cat brings to the table may not be fighting skill, although she is athletic, being a ballerina and all that. And she, you know, initially gets the Power Ranger fighting download or whatever they get, but the fact that she's smart, she's intelligent, she's willing to work through problems, and she has a strong force of will on her. One of my favorite cat moments is when uh, oh, what's his name? Officer Stone's niece comes into town in Turbo, and like cat keeps on trying to befriend her, and the girl wouldn't bef- uh, was just like a jerk to cat, and at the end of the episode she's just like, Oh, is this going to be the time when you forgive me and we're just going to become friends? She's like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. You're a jerk and you have a bad attitude. Get away from me. And I'm like, that's pretty sweet. That's actually a really life lesson. But she has she 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 has gall and she has strength, and I think she's just you know a dark horse. Um, really quickly, I'll uh, go through these. I don't want to spend too long, but Sky from SPD. Um, I think although Sky starts off as a bad place as a Blue Ranger, I think by the end of the show he's grown, evolved, and matured. And I think with all the tactical training and all the knowledge he has, I think he's one of the best Rangers from that season, along with Doggy Kruger. Um, not to put too much time force on here, but Wes is also a great Ranger. Um, Wes doesn't start off as much, but he quickly becomes the second best on the team, and Wes also has a lot of longevity afterwards with Forever Red, with Ninja Steel, with Megaforce. He returns constantly, showing that he is a veteran, so he has some innate experience that's important. So, in the Time Force powers are pretty powerful. Uh, Delphia from the uh, Alien Rangers, White Alien Ranger, um, I just thought she was pretty badass. She had a lot of cool skills to her. The Alien Ranger powers are based off Ninja Sentai, but they have some unique properties. She can do water manipulation, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, on a whole, I think she should be on the list. At least someone from the Alien Rangers, and she was the best. And my last is Rocky from Zeo. Huh. I initially did not like Rocky at all, probably because he replaced Jason. But um, in Zeo, Rocky became a lot more developed of a character. He's a good fighter. Um, he's intelligent, he's witty, but I like to think of him as almost kind of, I don't know how to explain it. He's kind of like a, he, he's willing to use whatever he needs to to win. He's kind of a trickster. He kind of outthinks and outsmarts people other than outfight them. And the Zeo powers are pretty broken as is. So, I mean, hey, let's give it to Rocky. He's a veteran. Wow. Let's do it. All right. So that's my list. Do you want to tell the, the story of meeting Steve Cardenas? No, oh. you know, no, you know, sh- yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. You don't have to. It's it's fine. I've, it's fine. That I've, wasn't a bad experience. You know it wasn't a bad experience. He was, no, a, very no, ni- listen, he was a very nice guy. But just... Steve Cardenas is a good guy. Um, just my experience was really kind of awkward. And again, he's a nice guy. He actually follows me on Instagram, which is pretty cool. So until now, but Austin, 
Well, Austin St. John follows me on Twitter, which is the only reason oh, why I, mean, I still have that, Twitter. That's that's fantastic. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, look at my Twitter. He follows me. Um, but uh, and this was back when Austin was first starting up, so I think he just followed yeah. me by mistake. Hey, don't don't <laughs> correct him. At Andrew Cutter Inc. All you people out there. Andrew Cutter Inc., start following me. Uh, no, but um, no, Steve Cardine is a cool guy, but he has so many people in line that he like literally stopped halfway through the conversation and started another conversation with someone else as he was signing my thing. <laughs> and then he jumped from another conversation, and I'm just like, what is going on here? Um, but yeah, that's my list. Uh, I don't know how many people you had on the list that was similar. It's actually very surprising. We had a lot. Um, okay. Basically, I'm looking through my list here. I agree with I was just I, I found my list Jen from Time Force yes Adam from Zeo slash Mighty Morphin slash Turbo um, Leo from Lost Galaxy Carter from Lightspeed Rescue Eric from Time Force Cat from Zeo I also had Sky I also had from SPD which is interesting uh, and Wes from Time Force basically all of our like those ones I all agreed with um, it's not that I don't think any of your any of the ones that I that you you and I didn't agree on are I'm not saying yours are bad at all they're all excellent I didn't think of RJ, which really fucking makes me pissed off. And honestly, I'd probably get rid of who I originally had in place of Hart, and I, I would go with RJ. Um, I had Ninjor on here for comic reasons, but anyway. Um, so I'll go with that. Um, Ninjor was a badass. He could turn into his own Zord. And he was voiced by Dudley Do-Right. Yeah, that's true. I, man, as soon as Linkara said that, I fucking died laughing. I'm like, that's exactly where I heard that from. Um, the other ones that, the only other ones that I had and like that I didn't like have on here, Delphine, I didn't have. I didn't have Rocky. I actually had Billy. I had Billy for the original Blue Ranger because mm. he was the longest tenured out of the five. And you, and like you said earlier, there was a lot of situations in the early seasons where if he uh, didn't come up with the, some of the, some of his techno stuff, Rangers were fucked. So I had. I also had, and this one might throw you as a curveball because, again, this is from Lost Galaxy. I had Astronomer. Oh, Crone? Yeah. Yeah, see, I was tempted to put Crone on. The only reason why I didn't is her tenure as a Pink Ranger was pretty short in comparison. So her feats and, and stuff aren't quite as well. Record. As a ranger, and was, right. And, that, and that's where yeah. it kind of like was on. She was on the bottom of my list, mainly because. Not only the arc of going from Astronema to Corone, but also like her abilities since then. Like obviously she had a lot of tactical skill and power in space, and then it just kinda somewhat carried over as being the Pink Ranger in Lost Galaxy. But I had her just because I don't know, I just felt like it was I felt I felt like it was right to have her from what she experienced. Um and then I had also I had um what was the other only other one I had that didn't agree with you on? Oh, I also had um I had Andros from from In Space. Yeah, I was tem- I was tempted to put Billy and Andros on there, um, and honestly, the only reason why I didn't put Billy on is I just thought the picks that I had were better. Yeah, no, I, um, I get that. And Andros, I wanted to put on, but the only reason why I didn't do him is that, other than, you know, saving the day at the end, Andro doesn't have too many feats to his True. name. True. No, no, and I agree with that, but I also you have to. It's curious to see what he did beforehand because we don't really know what he did as a Red Ranger beforehand, you know. True, you're, and, that, you're and that's now, right on and now, that. and that's one thing that I always was very curious about. It's like, how long has he been a Red Space Ranger? Because remember, he said like, you know, oh, you guys can't be Rangers because you, know, you don't have experience in space. It's like, motherfucker, how long have you been a Red Ranger? At least two years. 
So I would say so. Well, yeah. they say that because of Zane. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and then they also had Force. You had who? Cole from Wild Force. Okay. The red, Interesting pick. The red, the red Ranger. He did destroy Serpentera. Don't ever bring that up. Automatically, that disqualifies <laughs> you from anything in life. <laughs> the story of why that fucking bike does end the show is stupid. To sell a toy and you destroy Serpentera. Uh, God. All right. Well, here's the thing. We we actually agreed. Believe it or not, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We actually graded an eleven out of fifteen. Okay. Which is pretty, so, which is pretty good. So basically, um, is there anyone you want to swap in or out from those eleven? No, no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with 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 the the ones that we have. Because I, I, I swear, as soon as you said RJ, I'm like, yeah, better than Endure. Um, I don't know why the fuck I didn't think of RJ. That, that's really pissing me off. Um, basically, the only. One- the only what? The only ones we didn't agree on were Doggy Kruger, uh, TJ, um, Delphine, and Rocky. Those are the only four that we did not agree on. Everything else, we agreed on. So wait, did we agree on RJ? Uh, I I changed my mind after you said it because I'm like shit. I completely forgot about it. Okay. So it. yes, I agree with you on RJ. So the only Ranger from the ones that we don't agree on that I would heavily petition for. And the only one would be Doggy. And right. Doggy, I would actually say, is up there with Jason and Tommy. Um, and I'll just, again, real quickly, Shadow Ranger powers were pretty broken. The Shadow Saber is a legendary weapon that can only be used by the best swordsmen in the galaxy. He defeated his own fucking enemy at the end, unmorphed. I think Kruger has a lot to him, and he's just the best mentor the Rangers have ever right. had. I'm, I'm cool with keeping Doggy. Um, okay. Why don't we get rid of? Do you want to get rid of Sky then? Uh, that's fine with me. Okay. One SPD is enough, yeah. even though we have like six time force. But <laughs> I know we have three time force on here. Um, okay, so if we get rid of that. That's uh, we keep Doggy Kruger. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We still have to get rid of one that we agree on. Um, okay. So that if we get rid of the ones that we didn't agree on, that brings us down to. Uh, let me just shift things around in case we change our minds. Uh, okay, so that brings us down to Wes from Time Force, Cat from Zeo, Eric from Time Force, uh, Carter from Lightspeed Rescue, Leo from Lost Galaxy, and then Adam, Jen, and RJ. Um, I think out of those ones, it's probably Cat. Yeah. I am that, so sad. Yeah, it's, I love it's, Kat. it's a tough, it's a toughie. But I think out of if we're looking at all those, yeah, cats, cats, the one. Okay. Now so, comes the fun part <laughs> of not okay, right, who goes where. All right. So first and foremost, we know Jason's at the top. Mm-hmm. At least that puts a smile on your face. Um, Absolutely. Austin, if you're listening, please follow me on Twitter. Um, Tommy. All right. Now, number three. You think you think Doggy Kruger's up there is number three? Yeah. I mean, out of the people that we have left, the number three spot, I would give to Doggy. No, I, th- I think uh, looking at that, I think you're right. I think Doggy. If you're if we're, if we're taking it from that list, I think Kruger needs to be up there because you're right. The accomplishments and everything. It's it's yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Number four. Um, this is kind of a tough pick, but I'm actually going to put Jen down there. 
Um, although I think RJ is a better fighter than Jen, uh, I think it's only by a small margin. I think Jen just has a mindset and the leadership skills and all that other X factor. I think she is a boss. She is a Sasha Banks. Yep. So the legit boss. I'll go with that. I'll definitely go with that. Okay. okay. So Jen from Time Force number four. Number five, I would probably put number five as. Ooh. I would actually. Ah, da, 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 Eric. Eric? Yeah. I think Eric would fit at number five. Okay. I can go with that. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it, it's this is getting tricky. I feel like it's weird. I feel like it would be it would be easier going backwards, but we're already halfway through it, so screw it. Um, so then, in that case, I would say RJ would have to be next. Yeah, RJ I was, was, I was too good about. Yeah. Jungle so that theory. leaves us with who? Wes. So that um, leaves us. Adam. That leaves us with um, Adam. I hate to say it. I think Carter is going to be at the bottom. So who's left? Wes, Adam, Carter, and Leo. And Leo? Yeah, this is getting tricky. Uh, so you would put I Carter hate, at the bottom? I hate to say it. I think Carter, out of those four, would be at the bottom. Okay. I hate, I, I, I hate to I, say it, but I, 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 I think just for simplicity's sake, I think that, that he would be at the bottom. Um, mm. It's not his fault. It's just the villain sucked. Um, I think... Jesus, now we're really pulling teeth on this one. Um, so we've got Eric. Why, why am I? Why am I missing someone? Am I missing someone? We got Adam. Adam, Leo, Eric and Leo. Uh, wait, Leo and oh, Wes no. and Adam. Yeah, those are three. Yep, Adam, Leo, so and Wes. Seven, eight, nine. So yeah. the question is: is right? Who is really? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Right. I think the best fighter of the bunch is probably Adam Agreed. in terms of skill. I think the person with the best experience is probably Wes. Agreed. And I think the person that has the best armament is probably Leo. Yep. So we have to. I think we have to determine what's the most important in those factors. I love how like none of that did not do anything to help with this decision making process. <laughs> no, it didn't. But if we if we look at it right, what are the things that they're lacking? Right. The only. The yeah. only leader of the team was Leo, yeah. so the only one that has true leadership is Leo. Uh, West kind of did, but Jen was still kind of in charge. Oh yeah, um, and then Adam afterwards. I think you know what? If, if I had to, oh, go ahead, you go. I was gonna say if if you, if you had to put a gun to my head and like rapid fire with, I would go, I would go, Leo, Adam, West. As in seven, Le eight, nine. Yes, I would one hundred agree. Hundred okay. percent agree with that. It, if if I had like without like thinking too much of this because it's so late at night anyway, <laughs> um, I think uh, all right. I think we got our lists. So let me just see here, and let me just update this with what we got. All right, folks. I think we've got this. wasn't too bad. It only took three days, but you know. Um, <laughs> so to recap, our top ten seasons and our top ten Rangers after much debate and deliberation top 10 power ranger seasons for us number 10 rpm number nine lost galaxy number eight lightspeed rescue 
Uh, number seven, Jungle Fury. Number six, Dino Thunder. Number five, Time Force. Number four, SPD. Number three, Zeo. Number two, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And number one in space. With the top ten Rangers, we're looking at number ten, Carter Grayson from Speed Rescue. Number nine, Wes from Time Force, the Red Time Force Ranger. Adam, uh, who has played multiple Rangers throughout Mighty Morphin, Zeo, and Turbo. Leo, the Red Lost Galaxy Ranger. RJ, the uh, Purple Jungle Fury, although he, he was co technically called Wolf Ranger. Right? Yeah, I don't think they ever gave him a yeah. color designation. Um, even though he's a, he is a purple ranger. But anyway, RJ, the uh, Wolf Jungle Fury Ranger. Uh, five, Eric, the Quantum Ranger from Time Force. I'm so happy he's on that list. Number four, Jen from Time Force, the Pink Time Force Ranger. Three, Doggy Kruger, the Shadow Ranger from SPD. By the way, also my favorite designed outfit from SPD. Oh, yeah. Um, number two, Everyone's favorite ranger, Tommy, who has been obviously five fucking rangers in the course of a 20-year season in Power Rangers. And the number one is Jason, the original OG Red Ranger. And Gold, Zero mm -hmm. That's right. Damn. And oh, and Red Omega Ranger, if we count in the comics. And technically, Yellow Mighty Morphin Ranger, if we count in the comics, too. Wait, he took over the yellow for a while? So there was a issue where they went to a planet that screwed up the morphing grid. So yep. Jason became the Yellow Ranger, Trini became the Red Ranger, Zack became the Pink Ranger, um, uh, Kim became the Blue Ranger, and then um, uh, Billy became the Black Ranger. But it was only for like two issues, and then the the powers got reversed back to them. Interesting. Well, uh, yeah. that was actually honestly that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. I know, I know that sometimes these are, I, I we joke. I, I joke when I say pulling teeth, but it, I say pulling teeth because there's a lot of good things in Power Rangers. And and keep in mind that we are not the end all be all of Power Rangers either. We are simply a world of fandom podcast. And you know there are other things that you guys. I'm sure that there's probably some disagreements as far as placement, Rangers, and stuff like that. And we'd love to hear it. So let us know. Um, let us know if you guys can comment on on certain episodes that you're downloading us from, or of course let us know on Twitter because I'll probably be posting something on the Twitter asking what are your favorite Power Ranger seasons, some of your favorite ones, and maybe even let you know what the next episodes of World of Fandom is going to be about. So yeah, this was this was a good one. I feel empowered by the Morphing Grid. Mm, yes, and listen. I hope everyone gives us their opinions and suggestions on what you would do for a list. But let's just all remember, like Tommy told to Jason and Zeo when he came back, no ranger is more important than any other one. It's really interchangeable lists. They're all important. So be nice and courteous, but I'm really curious to see what every other person thought about our lists and our reasoning behind the characters. I'm going to also throw out an extra bonus poll on Twitter uh, that we'll maybe we'll read on the next episode. So if you guys want to get up in on those, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter because we love interacting with you guys. So make sure you follow us over at um, – let me just make sure I have the correct uh, Twitter uh, account here. Yep, at FandomPod on Twitter. Uh, that way we can interact with you guys and uh, you know talk to you guys more about these awesome things and, again, maybe let you know what's happening in future episodes. Correct. And uh, we'll be back next week. We will do another episode. I don't know what it'll be. Maybe we'll talk about Jason the whole episode. That's going to be just one gigantic fucking hot take, isn't it? You know, shit, we talk about Power Rangers, but shit's going to get real when we talk about Beast Wars one of these episodes. You know, I'm sure we will because, fun <laughs> fact, that is the only Transformer series that I like. Really? Yeah, mm. I've I've seen only a few other ones. I've had very it's it, without getting too much into it. 
there's not much of the Transformer world that I'm like really like gun ho for, but Beast Wars, again, like Power Rangers, dive head first. And fuck it. That's going to be next week's. What, Beast Wars? Yeah. Let's do but Beast Wars and Beast Machines next week. Sure. Let's do it. It is my favorite of the Transformers. Same Unlike here. you, though, I do like other Transformers. What's so. up that I hate? Well, we'll talk about it on the next week episode. But anyways, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Next, <laughs> next week, we'll do Beast Wars and Beast Machines uh, right here on the World of F- Fandom Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay sexy, take care, and as always, take it easy. May the power protect you. Unless you're ghost say you're just handing out shit. Huh? <laughs>